You're going to meow podcast network. Hey, everybody. You've uh, found another episode of Bless Your Heart. This is April Gallaty, your host with the not, no most at all. And um, I am here today with another local comedian in Portland, Keith Cameron Camstrong. I mean, sorry, Keith Cameron. Um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Start this one off with a bang. Hello, world. This is Keith Cameron. Hello. Not- so give us your social media. Um, I'm on Facebook. I, I try, I, I'm really trying to learn more of Twitter because honestly, Facebook, I hate, I'm starting to like really hate Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so I want to learn Twitter more. So, uh, as of right now, my Twitter handle is the constant comic, but mm-hmm. if you want to get a hold of me, just Facebook. The constant comic. At the constant comic. Yeah. It's... At the constant comic. Okay. And I that's on, that's like, on Twitter? I went through like 10 different ones <laughs> and they were all like, nope, it's been taken. So out of frustration, I'm like, fine. Which surprises me that's not somebody's... I am too, but you know what? I actually bought um, I bought a website. What was it? It was like isuckatstandup.com. I've never heard of it, but it sounds like a legit website. It is. It's a legit website. And okay. like I was, I'm 46. I decided to get into comedy at the age of 45. It's and a late bloomer. I mean, yeah. in all intents and purposes, I'm a late bloomer. Yeah. I started well, at like what, 29, 28. So like that's oh, yeah. old. Yeah. If you start before 20, if you start after 22, you're considered a late bloomer on this. Yeah. So I'm, I guess I'm geriatric. I'm just, I'm geriatric comedian. Right. Um, but it was really interesting. I uh, went. I was like, you know, I really. One day I was like, I suck at stand up. And my husband goes dot com, and I was like, I wonder if that's available because I get weird notions. I I own like two hundred po- uh, uh, website names. Because nice. What's the weirdest one? And go. The weirdest name, just like cuntclub.org. Oh man, and you should put like pictures of kittens, just like shit that people log on. They're like, that's not what I was. That was not. I did not. But I'm also gonna stay because do like hot wet pussies, and it's nothing but cats (laughs) like cleaning themselves in the sunshine. (laughs) The sun's in the background. Mm -hmm. This is still got a boner. That's weirder too. That's weirder. (laughs) You're like, I'm leaving. Well, you know what? Um, you're listening to Keith Cameron on You're Gonna Meow Podcast Network, uh, you're gonna meow.com. Hey, right. did you know that you can find You're Gonna Meow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at slash You're Gonna Meow? Oh, wow. I know. That's put that's that in your marketing. head. Like you, I want to get to that. Like, I, I, <laughs> I have an Instagram, but I have like pictures of wings and like a couple <laughs> other things. Like, that's my grandpa account. Like, well, I don't know. You know, I was just working. I, you know, I do this every day now that because I do the podcast network, I always have I have like three Instagram accounts because I have an Instagram account for myself, which okay. I do for like just my personal like weird humor. Right, right. I have an Instagram account for you going to meow. And then I have an Instagram account for my cat. I, yeah. I, you're, you know, again, I, that's such a common thing. I know. Like, it's so silly. But I wonder if dingoes of Instagram is a thing. Dingoes, dingoes, just like random ass, like ostriches of oh. ostrich, ostriches. <laughs> Do you know I used to? Sounds weird out loud. Ostriches, ostriches, o- ostrichai, ostri. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody, hey, email me at April at you gonna me go. and let me know. Um, yeah, this this one for uh, shit. I forgot what I was gonna say. God damn you, Keith. <laughs> Blame right. me. Oh. Yeah, I'm blaming you. Yeah, part so. of the course. <laughs> <laughs> so you're okay so i've met you through the local comedy scene and um 
Hot box, yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of love through the hot box. Actually. Yeah, apparently the last podcast had a had a Tyler Land and Mays shout out. This one randomly just snuck itself in there. Yeah, Tyler there you Land go. and Mays at the hot box. No longer, unfortunately. God damn, that sucks. I, I hate, know. I, I love the hot that's box. Like I grew up in kind of a shitty area in Atlanta, but I've never had to pour some out for my homies. But I've like poured a PBR out for like shows that I've liked that are no longer there. I know. Put a hot box. Well, I'm trying to find an open mic where I can do it, but I would like to get something like hot box ish style so that it's like it's not attached to a bar. So there's no pressure to buy drinks and there's no pressure to bring friends. And like yeah. you can just, we can all go and tell our really shitty jokes to each other. And I mean, I mean, that's what we're in now. But you can't smoke in here. You can't smoke in oh, here. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, because uh, that's... And you couldn't... Well, you could, but you couldn't in the hot box. Right. There well, were some days, there were a few times that I have... Um, yeah. Well, there were a few times I pulled out, like, my, my pen and, like, smoked while we were... Yeah, just kind of like, I'm writing a joke. Yeah, and it's These like, I don't understand why smoke is coming <laughs> out from my smoke. head. So, but oh, I remember what I was going to tell you. Uh, here's a little secret. I um, I was really worried about that episode with me and, and uh, Kevin because I was afraid that I was off mic like this for a lot of it, <laughs> and I was, and it sounded horrible. And I was like, it sounds horrible. And I got with Kevin, and and I had been smoking a lot that day. Right. A lot went down, and I was high as balls, and I couldn't remember. So then I listened to it, and I'm like, it's a very special bless your heart with April and Kevin. And we basically just suck Tyler's dick through, like, 30 minutes of it. That's funny. Um, <laughs> that is pretty funny. But it brings up a good point. Well, I don't really drink as much anymore. Yeah. Because, like, I was never one that would, like, fight somebody or, like, get all you know, creepy. Mm -hmm. I would just like say some wackadoo statement and throw up. So like, <laughs> but that's what, that's what like. <laughs> Are you the guy that pees in the back of somebody's car? Drink? No, no, no. I've never done anything fucked up like that. No, I'm not. I have I've a good friend people. that peed in my car once. Were they drunk him. or sober? Because that's a whole other conversation. Okay. He was drunk. They did it sober. Then it's like that's more of your decision making as a, as a friend. <laughs> You're like, he I was, picked him. Yeah, it was her. his birthday and we took him out and it was our responsibility to get him home. Uh, and man, he just peed all over. I'm like, uh, we left the car doors open, had to, you know, clean the, take the car and have it clean the next day. A friend of mine was like, man, I'm turning 21. You can't get me drunk, which is like a fucked up thing to say to anybody. Cause I it's think like, that was challenge he, he was hoping y'all would take yeah and we did um he he regretted that i think he hasn't drank to this day like he started the night with like three wise men which is like <laughs> how are you gonna start there what is three wise men i've never uh, heard of that jose cuervo jim beam and jack daniels i believe it might be uh it's an it's, it's one of the it's three of the names so it's wow. all of like that's it's, that sounds like a kick your ass drink. Yeah, you can't start your night out with that. That's no. not a good. And so that's what y'all hit him with, and then he's like, "Yeah, I'm never doing this well, again." Okay, I'll bless so his heart. I I tend to do this thing where I say something joking, mm -hmm. and then somebody's like, "Fuck yeah, I'll do it." And like, oh like, man, you should get this shot right there if we can't get you drunk. It's like three of them. Put it down. All right, cool. All right. Well, if you and like, cause I did this uh, uh, this show, uh, Full Contact Karaoke. I don't know if you heard of it. I have. Jamie I'm actually. Stewart. Yeah, I'm judging in a uh, next month. But yeah, that is, dude. It is so much fun. Which one are you doing? Are you doing the August fourth? August fourth. I don't know which one that is. Because I've done the Cannabis Club one, which is like, it, 
he he wants you to kind of be a little bit of a dick. No, I'm not doing the Cannabis Club one. I'm doing the uh, other one. Well, and he, all of them. He kind of wants... Like, he, he wants you to be... Oh, kinda God. Like, kind of like everybody gets like... You could say your honest opinion, but be a little Simon about it. Is I am kinda, so excited. It's so much fun, but at the Cannabis Club, I'm sitting there doing dab after dab after dab, <laughs> and like everybody was good, and it wasn't like... And you're like, I can't shit on you. I, yeah, I, I, like, I, I distinctly remember saying some stuff like, I really want to, but I can't make fun of you. Like, you were, you know, and... Yeah. Or then, like... But it's messed up because you'll come up with, like, a clever retort, and you're like, I can't ask because somebody else is up on the microphone now. You're like, <laughs> I'm 10 minutes, too. I right. hate those. I fucking hate those. Oh, God. Dude, the other... I did an open mic one night, and I was doing the joke where I talk about, like, um, I got called to HR, and the woman accused me of being ageist, and I go, oh, honey. And this woman <laughs> sitting right there, I looked at her, I looked her right in the eye when I went, oh, honey. And she goes... You did not say honey. And at the time, I just nodded and then went on with my joke. Right. But then later, I was like, I should have went, of course I said honey. I said sh- sugar. Yes, I said honey. And should have yeah. just kept, made it worse. But of course, I didn't have the presence of mind to do it at the time. But I, I cannot be considered offensive coming. I mean, you, you're very, like, you're open as hell about being from the South. Yeah. And it's still considered offensive. I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I have, I, like have actually, I said it to a woman, that's, yeah, that's definitely gross. But, like, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. In how, that, how. In that situation, literally, she, they didn't say anything. I was sitting in HR. Oh, it was I, just an I. Well, this, I, I really got called to HR because oh, I, I was calling this woman ma'am all the time. And she called me to HR and they said oh, I was being man. ageist because okay. I called her ma'am. And I said, oh, gotcha. honey. And when I was sitting there, I said, oh, honey, I, t- I don't call you ma'am because I'm being ageist. It's it's like it's a it's a born bred and thing. It's a cultural right. thing. I can't stop it. And uh, but the but the truth of the matter is, is the thought in my head was, is I call you ma'am because I can't call you a cunt. That was what was in my head. Right. So that's where the joke came from. You can't say yeah. that to people's faces. Right. You can, but it you doesn't can, get but you. You get fired from You're your job. You're in HR. That's the quickest you got fired ever. Like that was... I didn't even get the full word out in the papers or signed. Like, <laughs> shit, y'all are good at your job. <laughs> Damn, y'all were prepared. So, yeah, it's one of those things. I can I can get away with calling people honey, sugar, sweetheart, darling, that sort of thing. Um, I have only had... I for sure can't. It no, you can't. White men can't. No, White no, men can't. no, no. Like, you know, and yeah, we've... Our time's up. Yeah, it is. It is. is. It is what it We're is. Done. And rightfully fucking so. Yeah. Like, eh. and, and really, like I else? can't get away with it being serious. Like, well, um, let me take that away. I can't get away from that. I can't get away with that being sarcastic. If I'm serious, people don't seem to be bothered by it. Like, if I go, hey, sugar, what's up? Most people don't care. Right. And it's, it's because I'm a woman. But then it was like, hey, sugar. Like, oh, ew, yep. ugh. Yeah, from you, it's like, different. Yeah, it's just, it comes off like I say. And sorry. For now, that. if you <laughs> were, yeah, if you were sixty-five years old in a white suit, and you walked up to me and said, "Hey, sugar, how's it going?" I'd oh, be like, "Oh, not... sir, how you doing?" You know, I would totally would not be upset at all. Right, and I don't know if it's like it's a weird double standard, isn't I it? Don't, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, there's there's things in the South that like. If you were to say here, uh, you would get punched in the mouth by like several different. It would be like a cultural ass whooping, and it's just something like like sugar or honey or sweetheart or darling child. You can't like. There's just so many. 
But I don't know. Like, my family wasn't super Southern either. Oh, uh, see, mine was. Like, my my dad was, like, he grew up in, you know, like, the, he was a surfer, rode motorcycles. My mom was, like, cheerleader type chick. And, and uh... Oh, yeah, you were not white trash at all. No, I mean, but, like... We grew. I remember the neighborhood that we lived in, the street we lived on. There was like a gang that hung out back there, and uh, if it's still the same people, it was like uh, I believe Hell's Angels. What city did you grow up in? San Diego, like right outside. Oh, okay. of, yeah, um, it was on Kansas Street. Like I don't. Okay, you're old enough to remember this because nobody younger than me does. The videos of if you got lost as a kid or abducted, right. there's a VHS of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had that yeah, gun yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember like, those, yeah. Yeah, you would just like, they would just, so I guess because a lot of kids were getting snatched up because that just in, seemed Yes, like, in the late 70s and early 80s, kids were just getting snatched up left and right. There was a story in my hometown of Rome, Georgia. Um, we had the, the uh, Martha Berry Mall. And at the Berry Mall, um, in the 80s when kids were known again you're going to remember this when kids would cruise do you do you know what that is just ride around hang out do, yeah do your exactly thing. well in rome we did that around the berry mall <laughs> it was a complete circle and we would get in our friends cars and oh, yeah, we would ride rome, around Georgia. oh yeah 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 that's there's i mean is there anything else to do in rome uh berry college you can go hiking and get an education that's about it Sounds legit. Or okay. you're a redneck. It's one or the other. You would, <laughs> because it's a huge, it, like, Berry College is one of the most expensive, but one of the most renowned uh, southeastern private colleges in the world. Mm-hmm. And Rome, Georgia is full of doctors. So you either come from a family that is well-to-do or you don't. There's there's barely any middle ground. I find the two cities in Greece that are actually in Georgia are both like... Rome and Athens. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they're... Vastly different places. Yeah. yeah, Athens a party town. That's where my dude, brother there, there's was. There's this town. bar that like uh, we used to pregame at when I would our dude Mike's out there, and they had like dollar fifty shots of wild turkey, and oh it's God. not like a shot where you're like, oh, it's like a four or five second pour with some ice in it, and you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna die tonight. <laughs> like, I just I didn't even break a five, and I'm gonna puke. Yeah, like, what is happening? Yeah, fucking Athens knows how to party. But oh my god. Anyway, so being from I don't remember where I was going with this. We were from so being from Rome, Georgia. You know, it was just one of those cases. Uh, what were we talking about? I'm not sure, but this is. This is a nice conversation. This is why we shouldn't yeah. smoke weed and talk at the same time. Oh, oh keep yes, that it sitting is. up. So, um, but I, I guess the point I was trying to make was, is I come from like a little small Southern town and, um, hold on a minute. Okay. So anyway, abduction videos. Yes. I remember those. Um, at the, at, at Berry college, there was, um, a girl back in the eighties. Um, she was abducted and what people were doing is when the kids were going around the mall and they were cruising like that, yeah. what they would do is, is somebody would be cruising around and look for kids that were standing out waiting for their rides and they would lean out the window and they would go, Hey, Michelle, and eventually, a kid is going to go, yeah, because they've just picked a common name for the time. Right. And eventually, a kid's going to go, yeah. And it's like, hey, your mom sent me to pick you up. And back then, we were stupid that they hadn't figured out okay, to tell us. Okay, let's go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there were no, like, you know, I think that's when they came up with, like, the code words and stuff like that. You know, if the person doesn't know the code word, don't get in a car oh, with them. Oh, yeah, stranger danger and all that. Yep. Yeah. Well, this actually turned into a book. That girl, there really was a man and a woman in a car that were cruising uh, the mall. On a night that I was supposed to be at my best friend's house and I was at the mall with her um, and my mom found out and I took a massive beating for this. 
because my middle name is Michelle. Right. Oh. And my family calls me Michelle. Oh. And this girl, um, basically, they pulled up and they said, hey, Michelle. And she said, yeah. And they said, your, your parents sent us. They grabbed her. They took her to their house. They raped her multiple times. They injected Jesus. her with Drano. And then they threw her oh, off the Little hearing. River Canyon. Yep, I remember You remember that? that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was... Dude, after that. I was that. little. I remember reading about that later. Yeah. Because uh, in Atlanta, like, I hadn't gotten to Atlanta yet, but like Wayne Williams. Oh, yeah. Well, Wayne, see, that that was so, before this thing that happened at Barry College. People were just, Not yeah. Barry College, Barry Mall. But yeah. So, like, needless to say, like, my parents were, like, hyper paranoid and, like. Mm-hmm, mine were, too. So, like, I wasn't, I'm not saying, like, I grew up poor. I, I, I you know you didn't grow up that poor if your parents cared enough to make a video. Right. Of, like. And take your fingerprints. Uh, just in case, and, yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, growing up, uh, coming out here, I, I definitely didn't... I hated it. I didn't really, like, identify with anything in the South. Like, yeah, I really I, I didn't. Never. And then uh, I always, like, kind of felt like I was more of a beach person supposed to be on the coast. Uh, but you definitely look like a surfer, dude. I do. And it's that red beard. It is. And, like, no, that's funny because, like, my beard gets super red in the sun. Mm-hmm. Um but also, like, I don't. You look at you look at like my family tree, like the dudes and like in the Camerons. Is it and... straight up and down? No, no, <laughs> damn, that's. <laughs> no, we we are not all like it, our family tree forks. There's not quite. Mine has <sighs> a few straight ledges, but mostly forks. Go right. ahead. <laughs> I all got roots coming out of the ground. That's not a good. That's a <laughs> yeah. bad. That is a bad. It's a bad tree. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We what, have people in the wood pile. Just all tree kinds of things. Like a trans am. <laughs> <laughs> but no, My like, family tree is the whomping willow. But yeah, like I don't know, bum, like bum, I, bum, bum. And I was talking to somebody the other day, and like, granted, like we had, I had like the kid up, like the videos if I got abducted, but like we, we were the last generation to play outside. Mm-hmm, and like really? I was kind of thinking about that, and it's like super sad, uh, but yeah. But you know what? That all kind of happened at the same time that video games were coming around. So you can't blame child abductions solely on that. But man, people were getting crazy with it at that time. They were just snatching kids off the street so like, it's like they somebody were. Somebody rolled by with a Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, that Nintendo sixty four van. They could have just snatched up all the kids. Absolutely. <laughs> just had up. a TV with a Nintendo sixty four and a little like a a dummy kid sitting there playing. It's like just sit and play games, and nothing will happen to you. Okay, you know what? Of course, the kids like all right. And just, we got Mario Kart. You mean Mario Kart? Yeah, that too. Come on, that in. too. Come on, and I'm looking for my puppy while we're at it. So yeah, like, I don't know. Like, but I guess a lot of people are dumber now because of that. Like, and that's yeah, we've overprotected kids. I think to a certain degree, it's a weird thing finding that balance. I mean, you want to protect children, but you don't want to overprotect children. But you don't want to make them. Uh, you don't want to make them a, a target to every you know fucking kid fucker out there. So. Right, so yeah, that's definitely don't want that to be. No, you don't want your kid walking around with a bullseye on their butt. It's just not, or their face, whatever the guy's into. My wife and I were talking about it, and it just seems like maybe I was oblivious to it at the time. But like growing up until I was probably sixteen, seventeen, I don't remember clothes being as crazy sexual as they've like gotten. And it's just like things. I'm only 32, and it's like 
I'm not on Twitter because it kind of scares me. Like, just things are like, I'm like, damn, I am going to be the worst fucking old person. And yeah, yeah. We were the last generation to have anything. We just saw it ripped away from us. I don't know yeah. if that was symbolic of like outside, outside technology, technology, technology. Do you know what? Um, I was just reading an article about this. Do you know what your your generation is technically called now? Stupid. Zennials. Zennials. Oh, wow. Because Damon and I have actually had this well, conversation. Too, aren't I? Aren't I a millennial? Because nope. my birthday was eighty-five. Nope, you're a zennial. Okay, so I follow that. And I'll tell. And I'll tell you what happened. They're they're starting to um, take that generation of people who they're calling millennials, and they're breaking them up into older millennials and younger millennials. The older millennials they're calling zennials because okay. you're kind of you're still part of the generation X. And I'll okay. see Damon and I have had this conversation before amongst ourselves where we're like, well, you know, we're considered Generation X, right? Right. Dan and I are solidly in the middle of Generation X. But we kind of have some aspects about us that is still baby boomer. Like we did, I mean, we were raised by baby boomers. Of course, there's going to be parts of us. That's the thing. Like I distinctly remember my dad telling me a story about when his dad would like, he like came home and he like lost a fight and then like his grand, like my grandfather like Beat the shit out Beat of him for Lewis. Beat the shit out exactly. of him. Like, what? Yep. Mm-hmm. What? That's what you get. That's, That's the next time you'll fucking win because you don't want to come home and right. get beat like, by dad. How are you going to get right. beat up mm-hmm. twice in one exactly. day? That can't exactly. That be great for you. And then, and I, what I, kind of world is that where a man feels like he has to do that to his kid to to toughen him up to make it in that world? I mean, that what does that but say? Then, but how 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 was he brought up? Right, right. Like, how rough was his upbringing? Yeah, and generally beat you with a whole cow or some crazy shit. Like, yeah, think about it. As a general rule, parents get softer and softer as the years go on. So that makes you wonder what the fuck were our grandparents dealing yeah, with? Yeah. So like, I'm thinking like. Great Depression type shit from my grandfather. And Mm -hmm. then like, so that's adults in the great, when your life expectancy was what? Like 40, 40, 45. At best. If you lived in a decent part, if you were were lucky, Mm -hmm. if you lived in like bumfuck Nebraska, it'd be like nine, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You you probably get eaten by a con. Then again, at nine in Nebraska, I think you have a full-time job. Right. Isn't that how that works? Well, yeah. You're working in a factory at that point. Currently, I think. Like at nine. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Nine (laughs) years old in Nebraska Nebraska. right now. If you're nine years old, you're working in a factory. You're married. and You've got at least four kids. Man. it, It. I, I joke, obviously, but like that whole like the, yeah. the age of things you can do in different places is mm-hmm. crazy. Like you yeah. can work, and I'm not even talking about like the the legal age. That's varies again. Like, did you know Japan was 13? No, uh, it was the la- the last podcast I did. We we're just talking about it, and somehow like that conversation comes up because like why do they over sexualize the all the female anime characters? Mm-hmm. And then it was like the age of thir- uh, of consent's thirteen, and we're like, oh well, this got there a whole go. hell of a lot creepier. More inter- uh, yeah, and but it makes more sense. Well, did you know that the um, the legal age to work in the state of Georgia is, was at least in nineteen eighty six eighty seven was fourteen, and I know this because I took a job at a huddle house when I was 14 years old. Let that sink in. Well, no, I'm trying to remember when I, when I actually... Bar. That's also... Not like, a bar. No, that's truck stop diner a at huddle 14. House. Huddle house. Well, huddle house is like... Okay, for those of you who have heard of Waffle House, <laughs> Waffle House is, is not great food, but it is a staple of Southern food. Huddle house is like the crackhead cousin of, to Waffle, Waffle House. House, yes. And at fourteen, I had a job in a in a huddle house. Do you have do you have pancakes or waffles? We have pan waffles, like just weird <laughs> off brand shit. We have everything. 
<laughs> Everything's still cold. <laughs> yeah. How's yeah. this cooked and cold at the same? I saw you just. No, and like, off. okay, I guess the most southern thing about me is I, I did work at a Waffle House since we're on that subject. I did I was too. a server. And I, I, I did okay. Waitress. I did okay. Yeah. I, I call it a server, but at Waffle um, House, you're a waitress. Yeah. And wow, that's. You were happened. a waitress. I at was one a waitress. Week. Yeah. Whatever. I'm <laughs> confident and comfortable in my skin. Uh, yeah. I'm a man. I could take it. No, like. And, and Kevin Perez has offered to take over my blowjob uh, work for Damon. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm a confident woman. Oh, wow. He offered it. to blow Damon? That's pretty cool. Yeah. He, How I does for, Damon feel about that? He just, he's still on the fence. Or he's, he's just, just still on the like, fence about okay. it. But he knows that he has my approval because I'm like, I won't do it. Cause, no, I'm not comfortable with it, but she does say it's okay. So now I'm, <laughs> now am I a jerk? Right, oh. I'm, see, I'm the one that has the super easy gag reflex. I'm the one that has to brush my teeth in the shower because I gag. Right, that's yeah. Yeah, uh, so the poor man the has never gotten He's... a blowjob. There's truth in all jokes, and that joke is true because I gag easy. Well, you know some of my jokes, and there's truth to the. There's a lot of truth in this. Like, there's a joke in particular about a certain cinema venture that I did. Um, you ever heard this joke? It's the okay. Uh, you know what? It's Give my it bukkake joke. Oh, like I, I was involved in a gay porn. I didn't realize how gay of a porn it was <laughs> until I got there. Like, and I've said this joke, and people get like offended, and they're like, "You can't say that." I'm like, "Yo, you, I've had a dick in me. You can't. <laughs> I can say that. Like, I have. Let me." <laughs> But, Wait a minute, what? <laughs> you had a dick in you? Please Man, okay. go back. Like, Roll I was in back. a bad place in time in my life. <laughs> Wait a minute, this time that you're in right now is not the worst? No, like my son's <laughs> mom. What a jerk. Uh, you call me a jerk, mom? <laughs> <laughs> uh. I make no bones about well, being no, an like, asshole. Okay, Go when ahead. I say worst time in my life, like I didn't like I my brain completely just went out on me. My son's mom had overdosed and died. Oh no. Um, I was working for a porn company. I was a brand new dad. I was doing all kinds of like and I wasn't like I was setting up lights and camera equipment and you know, stuff like that. Like here, move this couch, probably move it the next time with gloves. Right. Like that kind yeah, of thing. I get it. Okay. Um and I was like, all right, well, my life sucks. I'm doing coke a lot. I don't care. Uh, got a porn. <laughs> and he was like, but not any straight ones. And I'm like, nope. And then he's like, well, we got a gay one for 4000 Well, he didn't phrase it like that, but he's like, we, you could do like a dude on dude film for, for you know, 4000 And I'm like, all right, let's, let's try this. Like, it was just like, I didn't care. Like, that's what, and that's the bad thing about like, being like dealing with depression like undiagnosed as shit like you just don't care at a certain point you know wow yeah. yeah no i do know and you know what i'm gonna say that i have um i, ha I went through many years of undiagnosed right. depression and i did a lot of self-destructive things but Man, you got me like, beat you got me beat good sweet. job good i job. win that you was win. the worst it's for mm -hmm. the it's it's a podcast so you can't see what just happened we missed I, we missed on the first we're, we're both five. white we're, we're both, both white. white and i wasn't looking for some reason i'm looking to the non-existent audience like <laughs> Hey everybody, you listen to me. Yeah. Finger gun at the wall. He's stupid. <laughs> at the uh, birds. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know where I was going off with that tangent, but it's just like things have like I don't know. Things are 
I was just talking. Yeah. Well, we were just talking about kind of like how shitty things have been and yeah. how things they can be, and yeah. Yeah, and and you know, I'm in a situation where like I'm trying to be a dad through all this stuff, and like my kid's out in Georgia. Uh, that's a whole another long story, but like he's he's good. He's with my parents. Uh, right. Shout out to my mom and dad. Uh, I don't know if they know about the one thing, but hey, mom and dad. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like they know, but I don't think they know. Like well, if are it you was wi- known, am, am I what? Are you willing to give details about the? Because I'm dying to know about this porn now. Because well, like I'm almost considering going and finding it. Because oh, I no. used to see. I used to work in a porn store. I used to be a manager of a porn store in Beaverton. It wasn't good. It's not like the worst it biker never, so, gang ever. Oh, okay. It was not like it was. It, it wasn't was, put out by Evil Angel or anything like no, that. It no, it was definitely okay. not like high budget. It was like one weird dude. What I'm saying the, is, can I see your cock now? <laughs> And that's the and part. I and that's the part where my wife and I are listening to this in the car, and I get punched in the face. <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> Robin. It was a joke. The part where me and Damon are listening in the car, and he almost wrecks from laughing because I asked him. Oh, uh, that's why I married the man because he knows my sense of humor. And, and honestly, hey, Keith's wife, I promise. So she just friended me on Facebook. She good, just friended good, me on Facebook. Good. So no, I'm just kidding. I'm, kid- no, I'm a like, comedian. That's the Come thing. on. Like, uh, uh, like <sighs> dis- uh, despite all this bullshit that I'm going through, and it's all this crazy in the world, and like all the stuff that like you know we've avoided, we managed to fucking find our somebody's. Is yeah. that not nuts? It is nice. like you're like I didn't die and I found somebody cool. Yeah, and like they and like our sense of humor is kind of ex- like, sounds like exactly the same. Like if you were an outsider and you heard us joke around, you'd be like they hate each other, don't right. they? Yeah. Like, did she just call him a fat bitch? Like what is? <laughs> and if, again, you can't see me. I'm six three, one eighty five. Right. Like that is and yeah. it's just. And you're wearing a shirt that says, do what you love, love what you do. Well, the Genghis Khan. I kind of like Genghis the shirt. Khan, yeah. like, I it's like a cool it shirt. Oh, it's... I'm wearing my Elton John shirt. I originally had on my uh, sad serial killer because it had killed all the things. Oh, that's, and, that is sad. And that's why I was sad. Yeah. No, I think we do have very similar. Well, I mean, we hang out in the same circles yeah, for a reason, like, you know. I, yeah. Like, I feel like the hot box is kind of like the the breakfast club. Yeah. Essentially, like yeah, that's like a, good a bunch of people that are like you know, probably don't belong together, but they, we all like we somehow found each other. Yeah, yeah. we all mashed and through yeah. weed. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. The Damon and I have been discussing like over the past like year. I've been tra- like trying to figure out what I want to do with my life and like right. um, started this business and like trying to just do do what I love and then just try to figure out how to make money off doing what I love. It's an awful feeling after your twenties, right? Yeah, it is. It's a like, it's it's horrible. It's daunting. It is. You're like, oh I feel my like god, lost- I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm 32. Like, I don't know what I'm is- doing, and I'm 45. And it's right there. Like, that's just right over there. Yeah. I'm looking at it, and like, it's looking death back Death is at me on like- the horizon, waving at me with a sickle. Like, I'll see you in a few. <laughs> see you yeah. in a few. And that's, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's. Mm-hmm. But I'm still here. I am doing comedy and trying to like put myself out there, and that's yeah. been. And that's good. Oddly enough, therapeutic. Now, I haven't been doing it too much lately, which kind of sucks. Right. I saw you the other night, though. So it's good that you get out from time to time. It's fun. I I forgot that I saw you there. Oh, yeah. You avoid me. I know. I didn't avoid you. No, there's this thing I do. You know when I bomb shit. (laughs) 
when like I didn't, I no because it was bombed. like the first joke was good and then it was like i distinctly remember trying some half-assed mr rogers joke <laughs> that i wanted to work and i'm like in my head this is funny and i say it out loud and i'm like ah, i'm a hack i'm horrible i'm the worst <laughs> and that was my mindset and i'm like i'm just gonna say I'm things just gonna leave oh that was worse you didn't oh is that a oh oh i got an oh okay i'm gonna go home now <laughs> um so it wasn't like i didn't Say goodbye to George. I uh, like I didn't do I had a drink that I didn't drink. Like <laughs> wow. Like, it was it was just gone. I've had some rough nights, but I've never left a drink behind yet. I've not had a night where I've just been like fuck it and left You've a drink. You've never had behind. A, I just want to get out of there at night. I've had those nights, but I generally don't drink until after I do my my spot. Well, or my drink is way, way far in advance of my spot. Okay. So I don't have a tab. So yes, I Fair have enough. finished and been like, fuck this and I'm out. So I don't even know if my feet touch the ground. I was just I know. Like, what is that? But I found that that is common. Did you know that? I found that oh, yeah, is common. I know yeah. it's common. And it is always kind of like amusing to see that happen to another comic. And I don't mean that in like a condescending way whatsoever. Because there's a look that you have when you have a joke that you really know will kill. Mm-hmm. And then when that joke does not go anywhere, oh, yeah. then you're like... It's instant deflation. Yeah. So like the you'll see it a lot at open mics. Sometimes like oh, I didn't expect this to work and it worked cool or mm-hmm. it didn't work. I mm, all right fine. Right. But then there's also the like this one's gonna yeah I'm gonna oh I don't know anybody at this mic this time oh no so right. like they don't know that I'm joking right like that's the worst is when you're in a room where people don't know who you are so you're like I'm fucking this kid and everybody's like what the fuck well, I, I have. Like, you know my humor. Like, I don't talk about anything, like, super messed up. No, you don't, actually. I talk about more messed up shit than you do. Oh, for sure. But, like, there are some jokes that go, like, super dark, super quick. Well, it's the world we live in. Have you? Okay. All right. Since we're both comics and we're on a podcast, what is the worst joke? Like, the worst premise you thought was going to work, and then you're like, that... I said that into a microphone and people looked at me like I was Satan. <laughs> it actually happened at Portland's Funniest, but I was oh, actually able to save it. Man. Did you? I did. I That's saved it. Good. And oh, it. Yes, I did see that. Okay, I was thinking of like you've done it twice for some reason. I remember that was... It's, it's between that and the 13-year-old vagina joke. Because I've been <laughs> trying to do... I've been trying to do a set of a story about right. being a 13-year-old girl at a sleepover and learning about periods and tampons on our vaginas. And 13-year-old girls do that. That's what happens. I don't give oh, a sure. I don't give a fuck I mean, who I've you are. Enough, like, what, yeah, what culture, how much money you have when 13-year-old girls have sleepovers and they get together, they we talk, talk about, about wackadoo with boys it's all our, the, Yeah, it's it's all we know at that time. Yeah. Shit's happening, hair's popping out, things right. are tingling. It's weird. And so you ask your friends, you know, just like boys do. You're in the lot, you know, when you guys are whatever, you'd play football and you okay, ask and each you, other. True. But again, I grew up in the South. So like my like, oh, things are happening was like also like, oh, you don't say you don't even mention dick or you are a one. Of, you are one of them, aren't you? Like that yeah. was kind of. Yeah. Like I grew up in the suburbs of, of Gwinnett County. I don't know if you've heard yeah, of Gwinnett yeah. County. Oh, yeah. I know Gwinnett County. Yeah. You, you say that. Because, like, How do you know of them? Just because you've been through it or do you know them because of the police? 
I know them because I've been through it, so I've not okay. been. Yeah, I've not dealt with the police. The police, like the whole Gwinnett, Gwinnett County is a, 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 just a shithole of a place. <laughs> so like, there's this whole like shitty, hyper masculine, and like, but you know that those people aren't ever gonna go anywhere. Like, you're mm-hmm. still I moved well, out. Yeah, but you moved three streets over from your parents' house, and you're. I dated a guy from Buckhannon, Georgia. Brookhaven. Buckhannon. Oh, Buchanan. Yes, but in Georgia, it's pronounced Buckhannon. Okay, true. It's, it's true. just like um, like in anywhere else in the world, if somebody saw the word Fayetteville, they would pronounce it, um, uh, or uh, Lafayette, uh, yeah. they would pronounce it Lafayette, but or Lafayette, Lafayette yeah. but in the South, we pronounce it Lafayette. Well, huh, so, we're going to talk about pronunciations. What about Cooch? I know. When Street. I first moved That's here, the dumbest, I like, fucking hell. I drove around for two hours looking for goddamn Cooch Street, and finally, and somebody goes, it's between uh, Burnside and Davis and I'm like right. no that's Couch Street and they're like no it's Cooch Street and I'm like fuck you right. I'm from the south we say Lafayette right you know like, you wouldn't ask to sleep on somebody's cooch, cooch. yeah I you know, sleep like, on my cooch although that is, oh, a, southern, no, that is you, a common southern pickup line no I'm sorry you, know you and your wife are not invited to sleep on my cooch <laughs> yeah right sorry that is yeah, I'm sorry I like spit. you and all but right but no like that's <laughs> But yeah, that, but yeah, I don't know how we got on pronunciations, but yeah, either, they're, but they're ridiculous. This is the craziest conversation ever, but it's fun. It is. Um, it is. I don't know where we were going. I don't know. I mean, we were talking about, like, oh, you were talking about what's the worst joke that you yes, thought it was going to hit. Yeah. So the yes. joke goes, um, long ago, my mother told me that when she dies, she's going to haunt me. And it's true. She died. That was the longest beat I have ever sat through in a room because it literally was that silent in a room full of people. Room full of people. That is, and and as a comic, I see how that. (laughs) I thought that was gonna look. I thought at least I was gonna get groans. I thought at least groans. At least. Well, no, because like in my brain, I'm like, okay, where's the punchline? Where's and then I'm like, oh, that's what it was. And then so I felt what the audience felt. And, like, I get it. But, yeah. like, I also, as a comic, like, dude, I get it. Like, yeah. That's pretty good. You like, love it's pretty it. good. You love yeah, it. right. Yeah. Um, However, I was able to <laughs> save it. And I gave it, like, two good long beats. If you watch the video, I gave it two good long beats. Um, you see the devil pop out of my face for a half brief moment. You yeah. see me smile at the crowd. Because um, I'm telling you, I came out of that. I looked at my husband and I went, I have found a new power. I felt it. I knew it. I knew it when it happened. And I'm like, I'm going to use that. Um, but I was able to bring it back because then I, I looked at the crowd and I threw my hands out and I went, I have her face. And then everybody goes, oh, oh, she haunts you because you see her every day in the mirror. You have her face. And then I go, but it wears my brothers and sisters out when they come over and see it in the case in the living room. Nice. Boom. And then I dropped it out again and it was nice. great. And then that got a huge laugh, which was very satisfying. Yeah. But... Um, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd have to say the worst, like, uh, I'm like bringing this up cause he prefaced it with like, Oh, I'm going to fuck this kid. <laughs> um, so like, Oh yeah. Child molestation jokes are hard to get across. <laughs> and I thought it was clever as shit. So you could be the judge of it. Like it was okay. Like I went to the, the Legoland in, in Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, which is, if you don't know what it is, it's just this giant theme park that's dedicated to like. Legos. They have this giant Lego roller coaster that's like works and you can sit in it. Mm-hmm. And they have this thing that I wish they had when I was growing up was like a, where you could build and race and jump 
uh, Lego cars. Oh, cool. It was really cool. And I'm walking with, I'm not there alone like a creepy pervert. I'm there with my son, my mm-hmm. girlfriend at the time, and her kid. Mm-hmm. And then I see this kid walk past with his mom and he, in a car in his hand. I'm like, dude, dude must have taken like at least an hour with that car. All I said was, hey, man, cool car. His mom yanks him away. Huh. And for like days. Were you I, alone or were you with there with, with your kid? I was with my, like, the, yeah, that's my, weird. my people, like my family. Right. Like, yeah, like, you know, I was with my son. I was like, huh. oh, you know, we're, what is this shit? That's weird. And then like days later, I'm going to work and I'm like, oh my God, she thought I was trying to fuck her kid. So the joke, that's the only <laughs> thing that I could rationalize in my head that why she like looked at me in disgust and yanked her kid away when I said cool car. Uh, yeah. But like the joke is, it's like no, I'm like not gonna fuck a kid based on the merit of his Lego car. <laughs> you have to show me at least Lego four hundred one k or Lego stocks and bonds. <laughs> and I find right, it's it's not a good joke, but at but least good. I like that. Yeah, he at least gets a laugh. Well, I said it, and just people are like. Oh. oh, this motherfucker's serious. He like, and I was yeah. like, no, that's no, not what's no. happening. See now, okay, I'll tell you a problem that I have with comedy. I have noticed since I have moved out here to Portland that as long as I keep my jokes to common themes, I'm okay. But as soon as I start talking about race or sexuality, especially race, immediately. It's a problem because of the southern accent. That's why I wrote that joke. I know this accent is thick with butter and assumed racism. I get it. Right. I get it. And and that's the thing about the southern accent. Like yeah. it either sounds beautiful, like or it sounds like you punch pigs in the face. Like it right, sounds yeah. like sound, or it sounds, sounds like, like you own slaves. Right. Like I mean, you just, just say churn it, yeah. butter like yeah. for a lady. Like that is your you it's, know Yeah. It sounds like uh it, it's a really it's a really sweet it's a it's a really weird um accent because over the years I've learned like people think women are charming, but they think southern men are stupid. They think um mm-hmm. uh-huh but if I start talking about anything over other than common social norms, I'm stupid. Uh I sound stupid. Right. Um, and you know me, I have jokes that like are kind yeah. of, like I said, I don't joke about anything like messed up. I don't even take like an a-hole approach to any of my jokes. Like right. my joke about uh, uh, police brutality, I think, uh, about trying to trying cops by w- with inmates. Mm-hmm. It's a damn good joke. It get, it get laughs from everybody. But that's like also, it is hard to get across with a Southern accent right. that you don't mean harm. Right. So you have to like, that's not a joke I'm going to open up with. No. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. No. Will I, I work that into a set of people that are like, okay, I'm listening to this guy. Now. Right. Absolutely. But yeah, it, that's the, that's the way I, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's it's a weird dichotomy. It's a weird place to be. It's um because I do I have my like I want to talk about dating black men when I was a, black dudes when I was a teenager. It's my truth. Right. There's there's no, I'm not making it up. I'm not lying about it. Right. I'm just talking about the fact that I was a I was a short fat white girl in the 80s with a racist father. Of course I dated black guys. Of course I did. And that's the joke. When I told that in front of a group full of comedians, they howled with laughter. I told that in front of a regular group of people, and they and were they all were like, like, oh, yeah, that was no, a little racist. Don't, I can't thing. laugh no, at we that. Can't, yep, mm-mm. Can't, mm-mm. Mm-mm, like nope, it. not going to give you that one. It and then it's like, but it's my truth. I had a racist daddy. I de- you know, I don't understand why this can't be funny. Um, yeah, we're in a weird time right now. Yeah. We're in a really weird time. And it's like almost unsettling. Like it's mm-hmm. it's uh, uh, no not almost 
The shit's super depressing, let's be real. Well, it's super depressing, but it's also, if you're like me, if you're one of those people, and I think you are, you're aware of the people around you. We have friends who are gay. We have friends who are bisexual. We have friends who are people of color. We have pe- we have friends who are immigrants. We have, And we want to be conscious of these things, but at the same time, we have to come... They. It's like we're coming at our jokes from our end, mm-hmm. and I know it sounds—I know it can sound bad, but at the same time, I'm—I just—I I just hope that people give me the leeway to try to make it sound right. You know what I'm saying? I just—and and as a, uh, you know what? Again, I lived there most of my life, so I'm a southerner right now. Like until I find somewhere else to live longer than that, I'm a southerner. From that aspect, like. You and I both know that if they're gonna say some racist shit, oh, yeah. it's it's super quick and upfront. Yeah. It's usually unprompted. It's almost as a greeting. Yeah, like, and it's and not even a look around. Just it's like... not a look around, it is direct. And then so like what that's what a lot of people in Portland don't understand. It's like, yeah, I might talk about like something that now granted my my look is not exactly uh uh uncall the cops copsable, I mm-hmm. guess is the word. Like I like I look like a, a snitch. You know, like I, I look yeah, like you look I'm like telling you, on somebody right now. You're on criminal minds, and you're the guy that you're like, dude, I was just buying weed. I wasn't killing. Like, I didn't kill anybody. Specific and ratting out his friend. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, no, he, no, like it's in his third drawer. No, like if you the second one is nothing in there. Like you didn't even have shirts. Like, right. Yeah. It's like, but under the third <laughs> pair of underwear, there's a note there that says, "I killed so and so." Yeah. But and. and so I'm me saying certain jokes I know can probably not seem with the best intent, but that's not even the case. And that's like why I've, that's why lately, like my Portland audiences, I don't go to like the mainstream clubs or anything like, and that's not a diss on the mainstream clubs or my inability or ability to get on these shows or whatever. Right. It's just, I don't want to, I don't care. I'm just fine doing like 30 minutes at a, at a random festival. In, oh, in, yeah, in, that's in, fine. In, uh, I got one coming up. I'm doing like two days at a festival in, in uh, the Freedom Fest. Mm-hmm. And was it Roseburg or Roseburg, Washington? I don't know or that Roseland, one. Washington? I'm Rose? just now starting to get into festivals, so I don't know all the festivals. So It's not a comedy festival. It's like a music, yeah. like hippie oh, fest. Cool. And they're just like, I've done, like I just got asked to do uh, some time at the Hemp Fade S the other day. Oh, I hear those are nightmare spots. They are, but they're also, they come with rewards. Okay. Like, and if you get a couple people to laugh, it's pretty nice. Yeah. It's, if, if it's known that there's comedy... It works. You got to come out to the spare room. It's the same thing. The spare room mic is amazing because nobody cares that you're there. And if you can get a giggle, it is amazing. Yeah, there's a there's quite a few mics that I, I really want to hit. And it's not because I don't like said people. Mm-hmm. Um, like Karina is one of my favorite people, but I have yet to go to supper time. Like I can't remember the last I know, right? time I yeah. went to Kelly's Olympian. Yeah, and like, I know. It's so hard to get them all. Chris yeah. damn angel. I know, right? Like, there's, there's a lot of mics He's that a I... sweetheart. And it, it kind of does suck about, like, going through, like, a rough patch. You can't devote... Like, I wish I could be like, I'm so sad, but let me write this really good 10-minute set. About being sad. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't... Like I And in hindsight, I can write stuff like that. Right. But... Well, you know, that's the way I am. I'm like, I'm processing something that I'm going through right now, and I can I can already see the jokes that will come out of it, but I can't do them yet because I'm afraid I'll get on stage and do the jokes and start crying. Because <laughs> I'm still, I'm, I'm at that or point. Or you right haven't now. even gone through the end of what's actually happening. Right. So uh, yeah, I'm still in the middle of it. 
and a joke. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I like I said, I, I can kind of see. I I really am in the middle of something right now, but um, I'm still two weeks, two or three weeks out from it, probably seeing its end. And then I'm gonna probably have to go through the whole like process that you have to when you like have problems with friends and stuff. It's an issue with yeah. a friend. And then and then I'll write out. the jokes. And right. then I'll write the jokes. And uh, actually, I've already started writing the jokes. So, well, the one joke about that. Uh the not safe for work movie i did uh, to say the least um tell me again no like the uh, the the porn i, I did like oh, that yeah. was like yeah that was yeah just like that kind of like i didn't write that joke until what was it let's see eight years seven years until i wasn't after, even a comic yeah. i wasn't even a comic and then it was like so like I was thinking, I, I want to write a joke about this because there's something funny there. Yeah. And there's a lot of funny things there. Like, I remember being, like, almost sick to my stomach nervous the first time telling that joke. And mm-hmm. it was at the hot box. It was just yeah. around yeah. a bunch of just People who friends. don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. And it, it worked out really well. It's, like, a joke I like I have in my back pocket for, like, all times if, like, mm-hmm. I have a longer set. Because it's it, the, 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 the actual joke goes about five, but I've stretched to about 15. Okay. Because there's a lot of weird things that you can dive into. Like, did sure. you know that all, not all cum is real in porn? <laughs> I did not know that. Learn something the new The more you day. know. Where's that star with the... The, <laughs> the more you know. Right. Yeah, with the rainbow behind it. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, it's funny. I don't, I don't know about you, but I mean, some of the jokes and stuff that I tell, I mean... Hell, some of the stuff I'm talking about happened when I was 13, 14 years old. I mean, it just, it depends on where I want to pull it from. Some of it is um, current, you know? Right. And I write a lot of material about just like, not utter nonsense, but the things that like I, sh- I can't say to coworkers or like the general public, I write into a joke. Right. Like uh, there's this joke that I really, that. I think you heard it because it has a lot of room for potential. But like, as a parent and knowing that kids are being locked up in cages and separated from their family is absolutely mm-hmm. horrific. But also, as a parent, I can see the benefit in a cage every now and then. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, like, it's not something I can like. Oh, my boss has a few minutes. Let me bounce this off of him. Yeah, like that's not him. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> See, now I have the benefit. I have started bouncing all my jokes off the group of people I see twice a week at my at my gym. Fair kind, enough. And, and if I get a giggle out of any of them, I'm like, okay, I'm going to try that one at the open mic. Oh, if you can get like, I don't know, like, because I've, I have lots of jokes that work very well in, in like normal room setting, mm-hmm. but not so well in comics and vice versa. R- jokes that do fantastic oh, yeah. in front of comics. Yeah. And then in front of a regular audience, they're like, nah. Nope. Well, do you notice that you do better even at open mics outside of Portland versus in Portland? Like I do better. Absolutely. At, I've done so much better open mics outside of Portland versus I in Portland. I love going out. No, no, nothing Las Vegas, Orlando, like yeah. performing in Portland. There's some no, but it's, venues we all here. know each other. Nobody listens to your shit. We all know each other. Nothing's shit. new. Nothing's no. surprising. You have what? Every time we go out and we see each other, you have what? One, maybe two new jokes per set. So I you try, always I try to keep one your... joke that like I'm working on in, in repetition. Mm-hmm. But like if I have a five minute set, like three of it's going to be new stuff. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, you At know, least open mic 
that goes. But I do something that a lot of comics don't do, and probably like I'll get some weird like messages about doing this. But like I won't do a lot of new jokes at open mics. I'd rather do a new joke during like a showcase. Really? It tends to work out better for me. Hmm. You know, like I, a lot of people know this joke. It's about like uh, coming out, you know, growing up in a place where like my drug dealer had a pit bull with his jaw teeth taken out and surgical steel jaws put in. And I see like dogs and strollers and babies on leashes. It was a thought I had. I did that Portland's funniest two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it went I never said well. that joke before. And I did it at Portland's funniest. And it did really, 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 really well. Hmm. And it was, I don't, I don't know why I do that. Yeah. And no, I'll, I have this. I do the same thing. If I over prep a joke, it'll, it'll slam. Mm-hmm. It, it'll fail every time. Every time. Every time. But I'll say something under my breath and I get a laugh that I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to go back and listen to the video on this and figure out what I said because yeah, I don't some, understand some why that hit. Yeah. Like, was it just yeah. because I'm like actively dismissing this joke? Are you laughing? Or was it something like I, you or know, was like it a throwaway? My, yeah. You never know. Like, I've gotten a couple of jokes out of some stuff I've said under my breath. And I would get, and, and you can listen yeah. to the videos. And, and I know for a fact that at the time I was in my head going, what the fuck are they laughing at? Because I couldn't realize, I didn't realize I had said it until right. I went back and listened to the videos uh, or audio. Do you feel like you found your voice in comedy? Not yet. I'm getting Yeah, there. no, I'm not. Exactly. Like, I don't. Not yet. I'm not. I don't. Well, I, I mean, do you really find your voice in comedy until you have one of those specials that everybody knows like and and this is a bad example but like bill cosby himself or you know like uh, well anything about robin williams there's a lot of things that i've noticed with comedy that's like a matter of pride at this point okay um there's people that i've worked with Mm -hmm. that do i feel are as deserving as some others not even you know like how did you because of who you know right but well that's the game and everything well that is the game and everything but like i didn't realize that like how competitive comedy was going to be until I got into it. Really? Like, I really, I thought it was like, I imagined a bunch of comics, and I know how stupid this sounds, but like, like a, like a close community of just people who are like, yeah, you know, I got your back. I don't have your back. I hate, like, like a family type thing. And yes, it happens with a lot of comics. They, mm-hmm. they, they fall into like a circle. But this is the most solo thing you can possibly do. Hmm. Comedy is the comedy is all about you. You can yeah. have, be friends with everybody, but then like Conan calls your name, and he's like, "But you got to like leave now." Yeah, and you're like, um, and "You're like fuck all you bitches. I am yeah. out." And like, <laughs> yep. I, I want to sit here and say that like, oh, I'm just in it for you know to keep my sanity and blah blah blah. Who just called me? What? Yeah, right. no, dude. Uh, I'd be like, Keith, shut the fuck up. I gotta get I'm the hell out of now, here. Like, yeah. Yeah. Leave with this microphone in my hand. I'll bring it back and whatever. Yeah, I'm back. exactly. Like, keep it. Yeah, know. just keep it just steady. That would be the weirdest thing to like just see walking. Like you know that dude would have a bomb on him. <laughs> and he's just walking around with a like a microphone in his hand <laughs> with not, no cord, no cord, not talking to anybody, not saying shit, just walking around like that guy's gonna do something bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a young man. He's between twenty and forty. Oh shit! <laughs> There's a gun somehow attached to that microphone. That is the face I have. You're right. I look between <laughs> 20 and 40. It's fucked up. You're the guy that just shot up that place in Maryland. 
<laughs> yeah, I look like I could be any age group. It's messed up. Like, well, you know what? I was walking past the TV the other night, and I heard, uh, or the other afternoon, and I heard, and the shooter has been taken into custody. And I literally looked and talked and spoke to my television. Nobody in the house. I spoke to the television, and I went, "It must be a white dude between twenty and 40. And then the picture popped up, and I was like, "Score! I got it." Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, like we said at the beginning, we're we're the worst people. Yeah. We are the worst people. White people are the worst people, but I mean, hopefully there's enough of us out there who are trying to make it right. <laughs> I mean, but I'm, you know what? It's really funny. You, If you really want to talk about weird shit that's going on in the world right now, like um, I'm starting to see a lot of articles about uh, people, like white people being angry about the way things are going for them. Like it's especially coming out of the Southeast, but it's just like, oh, the world sucks. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, This like, I just you, don't you can't trust a place that was like still does civil war reenactments. For I know, like right? Knowledgeable stuff. You know, I need to write a joke about the. F- uh, I went when I was in college. I went yeah. to. Uh, I went up to Maryland and Virginia to do like the whole like civil war tour. Okay. And uh, I saw this reenactment where they had this big thing of uh, like where all the battlefields were, and it had little lights on it, and the lights would light up and like travel around, and they would talk about it. And you sit there and you find yourself self like rooting like you're like come on come on you're gonna beat him you're gonna be you're rooting for the south you know how this turns out well and it's but you're rooting for the south but like again how do you 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 can explain a lot of like yes it's obviously the parents fault people are racist like blah, 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 but it's also like your upbringing right like stone mountain has all those uh, confederate generals oh, etched yeah. into the mountain mm-hmm. this is the weird this is weird this is like the third time in a week i've mentioned stone mountain to somebody or it's come up in conversation um dude elvis presley during the laser light show at the end singing dixie oh my god oh it, you're talking oh you're talking about the stone raised, mountain like laser um, yeah. show man that is it raises the hair on the That's back of my neck. That's some fun shit. That is some North Korea, or is it South Korea? North Korea style, like, brainwashing shit. It is like, kind of brainwashing because you'll is. sit there and talk shit and be like, I can't even stand. I don't even like lights like that. And you're just. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah. fucking. It's crazy. It's Dude, cool, though. Elvis, like, singing Dixie, like, like. I would grow ovaries and immediately have like a small southern child that comes out and goes, I do declare. I mean, just start playing it. <laughs> That's great. But like, I'm serious. I mean, I get you can take the girl out of the South, but you can't take the South out of the girl. And that is that is North Korea style brainwashing shit right there. What would you say the most southern thing you do right now is? Sweet tea. Well, I've Gallons had your sweet tea and I and I yeah gallons of it constantly with me but that's what the svetvia sativa stevia stevia sativa sativa yes i put lots sativa. of weed in my tea Svet- i'm good svetvia svetvia she's actually actually bryden in there i'm actually uh, considering hosting a female comedian's high tea okay that's how southern i am Okay, so you get down on some tea action. Like, you take that seriously. I take that shit very okay. seriously, yeah. Um, Small cakes, finger sandwiches, fuck yeah. Fried chicken and hot sauce. Like, that's, the, that's like some real southern... Like, I put a hot sauce on fucking everything. Biscuits and gravy. Oh, man, I miss my mama's biscuits and gravy. 
if you ever go out to what was it? Was it Bend? It was Bend. There's this thing. There's a place you go through called Three Sisters. I've heard of that. There's this little random corner market bakery slash dive bar slash clothing store. Mm-hmm. The biscuits. Do they have? Do they change your tires too? Are they're so good you'd want to punch your mama? Like they are so fucking good. Hmm. Like they you are. Punch they're your mama. The, the best I've had in Oregon, possibly most of Georgia. Wow. That's a bold state. Like these were that is a fantastic. Bold I'm going this Saturday. I was I'm going to test this uh, this Saturday. I will text you. Three the, Sisters. Uh, it's it's right by Three Sisters. I have to like look it up. Like okay. Because I, I want you to go to the right place. Okay. But it's like. Send it to me. Yeah, absolutely. Will. And but, I will report back. Yeah, you will. And you'll be like, all right. They, like, because right now, Biscuits Cafe, those are my peeps right there. They have the best biscuits and gravy. Lardo. Go to Lardo. No, I don't no, like no. Lardo's. Have you not had their, their fried chicken? I have. I like their fried chicken. The fried chicken is so motherfucking. And there's this other really good place. Like, I but get, we're I not get... talking fried chicken. We're talking biscuits and gravy. Right, but there's but that's kind of like all the, the South knows how to do some food. I miss the Southern food. That's probably the biggest thing yeah, I miss about the South. I do too. I do too. Like when the best tea you can get is an Arizona can. Like y'all not even like, yeah. Arizona do the best Southern styles. Do you remember they did the 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 uh, can label change? No, it was a plantation. Now it's a ferry boat. Hey, speaking of plantation, this is quite the Southern episode. Speaking of plantations, Six Flags over Atlanta. Do you remember that they used to have the Monster Plantation? They still have the Monster Plantation. No, they now have the. They uh, changed it. They changed the name to what? It is like the Monster. It's like the Monster House Ride or something like the Monster House. So um, I forget what they called it, but do, do you remember the song? I can sing it. I can fucking sing it. I forgot the song, but I remember like. It was like it's still amusing as an adult. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love yeah, it. There's that monster right there. Damon ah. and I went just two years ago. Went to visit oh. my sister. Stopped in Atlanta just so I could go through the monster plantation. Did you go on the ninja? No. The ninja used to be like my jam. My mom like threw her workout like <laughs> all access passes one day, and I rode Ooh. it seventeen times. Oh, holy shit! But I was at, I hadn't hit my growth spurt yet, so I was at the right like the age where it was like my head didn't rattle off like it was in fucking a bingo ball thing. <laughs> so the next time I ride it, I'm like mildly concussed, and I'm like I'm gonna throw up. Like <laughs> this is a die. bad ride. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I miss Six Flags. Fuck, there's there's not a good. Is there one out in Oregon? No. There's, no, there's one in there's nothing out here. There's one going towards Seattle, like a hundred something miles out. No, there's, that is a piece of shit. Is it, it is it is a cement piece. Of, it's fun. It's funny. The water kitchen. park and, and and oh, the water park. I don't know about. There's I was talking about the coaster. fantasy. I was talking about the fantasy. No, place. not that one. It's further up. It's um. I gotta look up. The okay, name of you that. gotta like, tell me. Yeah, because the only thing I know about here is Disney links down to in what Seattle. the fuck we're talking about Sandy in comments. Ed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? I'm gonna sing. Uh, you know what? We gotta wrap this up. Plantation. I'm gonna sing the Monster Plantation song it's for you, and then we're gonna Georgia go out way on that. To end it. This is all right. You're invited. Barrel up to a picnic. Barrel up monster picnic, and humans are allowed to visit. Join the monsters at the mansion. You've been listening to Bless Your Heart on Yugen and Meow Podcast Network. 